Deepest, there's a couple of good things about South Australia, right? And what is that, Mads? Or one, the Barossa Valley, yes, of course. Absolutely. And maybe Grenache. Uh, two, the housing market. Absolutely. Stayed pretty buoyant. And three, Timothy Mann, Ray White Barossa Valley, really incorporating two of the best things of South Australia, I'll tell you what. And he's rated five stars on realestate.com, Deeble. Well, if you're ever going to sell a house in the Barossa Valley, you're going to hit up Timmy, are you? Timothy Mann, Ray White, Barossa Valley, 0497 229 387. Let's go. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Let's right. actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in. <laughs> In here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the Image Online studio in Abbotsford to review our fantastic win against the Gold Coast Saturday night. Our upcoming clash against the Hawks, one ten up at the SCG and everything else Sydney Swans. As always, joined by my fantastic co-host Madison Clark. How are you, Mads? I'm very well, Deeble. I'm very well. Well introduced. Thank you very much. Now, Deeble, I'll just take you back to last week's episode. Yes. I requested a 40-plus point victory, and the Bloods came to the party, Dable. Well, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, that is correct. So, no, nah, fantastic. Um, How good. But, but that, yeah, well, what, a, what a start. This is, this is the thing, right? People can say, you know, the opposition was poor. We were great, but they were average, so I don't really know what to take from that. And that's fine. I completely appreciate that way of looking at it, right? But fundamentally, this is what a good side does. Yeah. You can only beat who you're against, but when it's a team like Gold Coast, you've got to do them in a convincing and statement-like fashion, dare I say, Debel. Yeah, for sure. And look, you don't know how teams may improve from year to year. Some teams, you know, improve drastically, but I don't think that's the case with Gold Coast, and yeah, to come out like we did, our skills were on from the start and in bloody tricky conditions, mate. We said it was going to be um, slippery up there, and, and it definitely was. And that was a clear difference in, in the class in the two sides was our ball handling, handling ability in conditions like that was second to none. I put it to you that those conditions are worse than, say, pelting rain. Yeah, it's different. Because yeah. you're, you're hot, and that leads to lethargy, and then that land it's also considerably slippery. So to be able to keep our skills at the level that they were is pretty phenomenal, like remarkable even. Yeah, definitely. And, it, you know, started in the engine room, like the midfield was fantastic. They were well and truly on top. And, and the ball movement too, mate, that was something that was so good for us last year. And there's just a cl- clear, concise plan of how we're going to move the ball. And it's if there's not option one, you know, we'll, we'll hold on to the ball and, you know, control the momentum but at the same time if the if the ground's open we'll go and we've got the players to execute the skills and that's what a lot of clubs don't have in in the league is you've got to have the personnel to play the way that we do that's right and, and we're and we're definitely executing and the, and the blueprints there like i said last week and yeah it's just looking very very promising and to perform like that in a, a round one hit out 
um, you know, get the monkey off the back, as they say, Mads. As they do say that, Debo. Uh, it, it's just, yeah, a sensational first hit out. I loved that we were able to adapt to the conditions so quickly. Yeah. You could see it. I mean, it was not necessarily a game. I know that the old junior footy adage is get your head over the footy, pick it up. Probably not the night for that. And we started just doing those light little soccer kicks to clear it from packs and have someone else run on. Soccer you know, kicks and low kicks? Low, low kick, low, low kick, kicks. low kick. It was... That, that, to me, was impressive, and that yep. shows a level of maturity that, that I'm looking out for these things, right, and I think most of the faithful are, that we've gone up a level in maturity and yep. experience and, and things like that. Scream maturity to me, Dable. For sure, mate, for sure. And, that, yeah, to kick the first five of the game and, you know, kill the game pretty early, it was so good to see. And one, one thing to bring up just quickly and it was a, a common theme throughout the night was Ooh. the red time goals. You can't leak them. You can't leak them. And em. I don't know whether it's sort of getting a little bit tired towards the end of the quarter. Has or, to be. But, you know, the Gold Coast came out sensationally at the start of that um, second quarter. They were they were in for the fight. But, you know, they rocked up for 15 minutes. And, you know, they only kicked the one goal in that passage where they were sort of, you know, really playing that contested cracking in footy, right? And, you know, we, we saw off the storm, but, you know, the end of that first quarter, two goals in the last minute 30, I reckon it was. And then towards the end of the game, when the sting was out of it, you know, conceded a few. Uh, look, you don't like to see it, um, but at the same time, you're, you're up by what nearly 10 goals at one stage. So, you know, the, it, it does sort of, the foot does come off. But well, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it is a league football side that you're playing against, right? Yeah. I, I would be – it would be astonishing and baffling if they don't come out firing in the second quarter because yep. they would have gotten a big old Stewie Dew rocket up. For sure, for sure. It, I, I always – they're always going to come at you. It's just about weathering that. And you can't, you can't go – at 150% like we were in the first quarter of the whole game. You simply, simply can't, table. Simply can't do that. Yeah, you definitely can't, um, yeah, keep it up to that pace. But yeah, And you're not meant to, and you shouldn't have to. You should be well-drilled enough to go, okay, we're just going to hang back here, absorb a little bit, absorb a little bit, and then go again, which we, which we did. It was more or less the perfect blueprint for the way you should play AFL football. Yeah, for sure. Know when you're going, know when to hang back. It was, it's just great, man. Was I, was, I was thrilled. It was so good to have a relaxing Saturday night. <laughs> Not under stress. It was good, wasn't it? But there were some outstanding performances on the weekend, and we sort of outlined the game of Dane Rampey. Uh, his first half was phenomenal. Uh, he, he set... Um, you know, he sent the benchmark early to what we need from Ramps, and he really came to the party. I think he had close to sort of 18... 20 possessions at half time, maybe something. Yep. It was around that mark, but he was just so good behind the ball, had multiple intercepts, uh, just looked so sure of what he was doing, mm-hmm. um, full of confidence. The back line looked good um, majority of the time, but yeah, just so good to see Ramps and Lloydie as well um, coming out from bounce one, round one, you know, no time to warm up. It's like we got to go from the start. And, and those two led from example. And, and Jake Lloyd's skills, mate, like 28 disposals and going at 100%. Hundy. Like, that In is those conditions. unbelievable. Like, hats off to Lloydie um, and, and Ramps leading by example. That's, that's what we need in a, a relatively 
well, you, I wouldn't say inexperienced, but youngish backline, right? Yeah. Um, well, as we said, they're a backline who's still learning. Yeah. Right? So to get that output from them, phenomenal. So good. So good. I think the key stat for me, Deeble, for mine, in fact. <laughs> for yours, Mads. Tackle count, 60 to 84. How good was that? Our way. That's massive. You just don't see that. And that's not the first time that's happened in the last 12 months. No. It's not. That's now, it's insane. And, and along with that, the uh, I guess stat that is always looked at. I always look at when you see a high tackle count like that. The pressure rating. Now, Dable, can you tell me how they quantify the pressure? Yeah, rating? Yeah, look, I, I I cannot. And there's a couple of different ones that so go they just around. Sort of spin the wheel and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's up pres- to two twenty. Pressure's looking pretty good. Yeah, but ours was two twenty on the Fox Footy one. I'm yeah, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what they, what they use to, yeah. to justify the, the number on the screen. The metrics, but that was something that most teams can't do. Yeah, yeah, I think the the highest rated game last year was up around a, a two thirty. Um, the average sits around one sixty, one seventy. So if you're up into the two two hundreds mark, yeah. You're winning more games than you're losing, Mads. But look, we're not here to talk bulk analytics and stats. I'm here to talk about Dylan Stevens. Your man, our man. He's a cracker. Oh, mate. The improvement in his last 10 games is sensational. 27 of the best, four tackles, four marks, and hit the scoreboard. We love a little bit of scoreboard Absolutely love a little bit of scoreboard impact. And Dill's just getting it done. He's playing the perfect wingman role. It is so hard to find someone who who can do it like Dill, and he's doing it so well, and I'm so happy for him too. It's so good. Persistence pays off. It does, it does. And look, you invest a lot in these high draft picks, a number five draft pick, and, you know, one of our only... You know, top ten picks who hasn't been an academy Not player. In the academy, yeah. Um, so uh, the club's investing quite a bit in it, and he's paying us back a big time now, mate. I, I'm just couldn't speak higher of him. Yeah, big opinion of him, and it's um, yeah, to take on you know, uh, you know, if you if he would have got some hard truths through throughout the start of last year, I'm sure, sure, and been read the the riot act on, on what he has to improve on, and he's obviously taken everything on board and he's just executing the perfect team role. Loving it. Yeah. I, I just can't wait to see how he develops. Now. Now, I'll, I'll jump in here. You, you, you know what gets me bloody excited, Mads? Errol's left foot. Errol Goulden's left foot. <laughs> mate, I think like, it gets everyone excited. Oh, to be mate. It's bloody, it's week in, week out. He's kicking them from 70 and getting them through the big sticks. Errol Goulden is resolving erectile dysfunction across (laughs) the Sydney Swan supporter base. I'll tell you that much, Dable, because that is just berserk what he's doing. It's so good, mate. What's he had? The the 25 touches, seven marks, and how many tackles has he had? He's he's had five, ten inside 50s. And this is a key stat, Mads, because... You get your hand, the ball in the hands of your best ball users, right? Yep. So Errol Goulden going inside 50, 10 times is better than someone else. And and that's just smart footy, smart coaching and smart positioning. He's a very smart player. He is. He's a naturally smart player. And, I mean, look, you're going to turn it over. He's turned it over a few times. That's okay. But, I mean... He um, got in, got in the middle a little bit. He had fourteen centre bounce attendances, right, and had three clearances himself. So they're clearly priming him for for more minutes. Yep. I see this so 
It's already so different to when they were at the start of last year saying that Heaney was going to spend more time in the middle. Midfield, yeah. Because I don't think Heaney would have spent 14 times in the middle in any game last year. No, I, well, I think that the difference is there, like Heaney was just playing so good up forward in those preseason games last year and just having such a big impact up forward. So it's like we can't lose that. Yeah, but, for sure. For sure. But, I mean, there's clear intent ten, here. Yeah. Like he started and, the and first really bounce good. in there, yeah, like, so good. And yeah. It, yeah, it's it's the he's got the mongrel factor too. It's he he can be an A grade midfielder by the end of the year for sure. You know who I loved in the middle? Who? Paps. The injection of Paps is critical to us bursting games open. Like when when Paps is getting you know one or two touches in a link up play, you know getting the the cheeky handball out from Chad and kicking goals on the run from fifty. That's what gets the boys up and about. It's the Energizer Bunny. Oh it's, yeah, uh, it's it's exciting stuff. You know he had seven clearances. So good, and it, he's what well, he's only had the fifteen touches, seven clearances. That's what Paps is, man. Impact player. Paps doesn't need to have twenty five touches and you know fiddle around with the ball. He impacts. It's- so true. Gets in dangerous positions. You know, he kicked that one goal from outside 50 out of the centre bounce. And he also kicked that smart checkers. How good was that, checkers? Dance back inside on the right. Oh, I lost it. I loved it. But, I mean, yeah, he's he's a cameo man in a lot of different roles. And he just does them all so well. He does. So, he's a bloody ripper. Because he's only attended five centre bounces. He's had seven clearances. Don't you worry about that. He'll be taking the kick-ins at some point, I'm sure, this year. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, again, you get the two goals from him. That's all you need. That's all you need. i tell you who's looking sharp, Mads. Who? He's got the new haircut going on. He's playing off half-back. He's a sub in the grand final. It's Braden Campbell. He, was, de- he just looks quick, man. Like, smart, like, big decision. Like, when he gets it, he's got intent about what he's doing. Yeah. Like, he's getting separation between his play, a bit of a fend-off and, you know, looking to get onto his left foot. And I'm just really liking what he's doing. I, th- I feel like he's he's building. Well, he's, he's building. Some like, sort of like body of water sort of natural event plate shifting type scenario. Braden Campbell is going to explode in a couple of weeks and he's going to wow. have 35 touches and sneak forward and kick a goal. He's coming. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the theme of the pod tonight is intent and I think there's it's very clear that for through most of the team, if not all, there's clear intent um, for what they're trying to do. And another one, I mean, Br- Braden's yeah, he's going to come on, come along in leaps and bounds. I think a di- a, somebody at a different stage in his career is Harry Cunningham. Yep. And Harry did what we've always said somebody in that role needs to do. And uh, Unfortunately, Sam Wicks isn't quite there yet, but he's hit the scoreboard twice. Yep. He's had his 13 disposals. He's done what needed to be done. Yeah, you, you've got to impact the scoreboard in that role. And it's a work rate thing. Like, you know Harry Cunningham's going to work hard, and that's how he got that goal in the last quarter. Like, got out the back, we, we switched fat side, Harry Cunningham's there, he's worked hard, and he gets the easy goal. Yeah. Executes, and so good. It lo- and we knew Harry was coming into the team. Yep. It, it was very clear. It's just, yeah, it's so clear what we're trying to do. With a small forward like that yeah you kick two goals you got to be really stiff to get dropped 100 really stiff yeah you're you're playing your role yeah 
Now, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Jazzy. Yep. Thoughts? Well, he sort of plays a role that goes, it's not the starring role. Uh, does that make sense? It's sort of, it's workmanlike. It I, is. I, and I think he's doing enough. Like, he's got the ball in his hands 23 times on the weekend. Um, he's obviously taken seven grabs, which means he's sort of been that out kick. Uh that's more than serviceable. I think it's more than serviceable. It's just funny. The way I look at it, I see him, as we discussed last week, I see him as a player with such flair and such X factor. You want to utilise it? Just, well, it's not even about utilising it. I just, I just question if he's being used in the right way when you're not getting the most. Where do you, where do you think him. his best position is? See, it's hard to say because you'd almost say a wing. Yeah. You'd almost say a wing, but I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good like, on wings. Like, where is he playing? Sort of. Half back. Half back, yeah. But, like, I'm not saying he had a bad game. No, definitely not. Just I'm, sort of questioning, is there somewhere? Well, just, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there, you know, a wheel that can be spun here and can we can we change it up a little bit? But, I mean, again, this is, it's nitpicky because yeah. you don't necessarily need to change it. If it ain't broke, don't fix, fix it. it. yeah. But uh, fundamentally, there's, he's got wheels. Yeah. I don't think he really, you know, utilised them on the weekend. So it's just interesting, man. Yeah, it's an interesting but one. I mean, you're always going to have people playing not necessarily out of their position. You, you know what it's very similar to? It's the O-flow of last year. Yeah. It's got that sort of smell about it. Yeah. Um, you know, O-flow sort of doing the same thing, going half back, wing, floats through the middle a little bit. You know, it's great having those guys um, to all float through there. Um, the game of Will Haywood. Yeah, it could have easily had four. Yeah. Yeah, he's very close. It's usually a dead idea. You know what was so good to see? That, that ball where he, he kicked the goal, I'm pretty sure, had the set shot, had the hands out in front, man, and one one grabbed it in those conditions. It's just like, you know, oh, Will he, Haywood's in form. He's got some of the stickiest mitts in the comp table. Yeah, he's kicked, kicked the one goal three, um, you know. He's, what, he had four grabs there, but he, he's it was so good to see him getting the Dukes out in front. It's very frustrating for me as a former forward, Mads, is when he... <laughs> former former gun forward. <laughs> so. When he sort of... He uses his body so well to gain position on his opponents and it protects the ball drop. But, you know, it, it's very easy for a defender to get the, the fist in there. But when you extend the Dukes, you take that away. And him doing that, I was like, yeah, Wilbur's, you know, learning. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, well, he's being told, being coached, you know, he's, uh, and, and he's executing it on game day. It was awesome. Loved it. Yep, loved it. Loved it. Um, Haynes. Yeah. Look, it's pretty good when you win him by 50 points and, you know, Haynes only having 12 touches and, and three marks. Yeah, he seemed a little one bit. One goal, two. Yeah, he seemed a little bit, I don't know. Not himself, but that's fine. I mean, this is the thing. This not everyone's going to be firing every week. When you have a whole team performance, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the whole. That's the good thing about a team, Deble. It's so well rounded, man. From perhaps he's in the bottom seven, bottom eight players, right? For touches, he's had fifteen, bro. And then you know we've got so many in between, sort of twenty five and fifteen. You know, there's fifteen players there. Name me a more potent forward line in the league. Yeah. And that, look, even like Logan only having the nine touches, he had five grabs and he's kicked the two goals, man. Yep. 
Like, look good, led, led up really well. Hard. Worked hard. See, they're the games, right? He, he's had nine, he kicked two goals, right? But that's the foundation you need to have your five, six goals. Like, he's in form. That's form. That it's keep, fine. That keeps you in a side. Couldn't be happier with the way he went. Yeah. Couldn't be happier. And he was just in the right spots when he needed to be and happy happy with Logues. And obviously, McLean's going to be in the side as the, as the pitch hit um, Ruckman. But he's a good option. He is. He competes well. Um, he's obviously probably got a fair bit to learn in that pitch hit role. I reckon yep. last year when he was playing, it was dedicated forward. Yeah. You know, with Reedy in the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like Reedy's probably out for another week. But you know, Laddam's good game to build on coming up against one of the premier ruckmen in the comp, Witsy. Um, you know, got done in the hit outs, but. Pretty pretty good around the ground. Um, works I liked hard. Him around the ha- ground. Had twenty touches. You know that's Peter Adams just needs games into him, man. And, and it's, we can't judge him in this first half of the season. Mate, but twenty twenty touches for a ruckman is absolutely like the, I don't. I have no concerns about his effort or work around the ground. I mean, yeah. The only my only concern is when I guess they. Flick a cheeky handball to him. Yeah. Wrong person to be flicking a cheeky. I yeah. know sometimes he's the only one there, but <laughs> wrong person to flick a cheeky handball to, Dable. <laughs> he's not, not the most mobile or unknown man, Dable. But that's okay. He's he's fine. He's he's doing fine. And you know what? Kept his kept his temper at bay. Did. Um now someone who could have had three goals, who usually is a good finisher. But you really can't question the rest of his game is the Chadwick. Yeah. Because the Chadwick has gone absolutely berserk, had 12 contested possessions, uh, turned, it, turned it over seven times. But again, it's to be expected in those, uh, in, in those sort of conditions, Debo. But score involvements, 14 yeah. score involvements. Man, the just, guy's everywhere. It's damaging. <laughs> it's damaging <laughs> disposal, Mads. The second half, man. Like he's had eighteen, and he's had eight tackles. Man, doing and, it both sides of the ball, and 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 Tim Watson tried telling us can't go to another level. There's no improvement in Chad Warner. Well, there's three Brownlow votes, and buddy, you know, ten coaches votes, and what else do you want, Tim? Yeah. What else do you want, He's Tim? Geriatric fall, Tim. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but man, good. epic game. Um, it's just when he gets. Out of contest, it's just explosion. And man. you're smart with the ball, man. Like that link up play when Errol got his goal. I think he was involved. Millsy was involved, who we haven't mentioned um, yet. But and getting it out to Errol on the outside, seeing three players work together like that, and they know what they're doing there. You know, there's um, what's the right word? The cohesion, cohesion the cohesion between them. Is outstanding, and that's what these are. You know, these guys have played two, three years together now, right? It's they know how we work, and they know each other's games, and we're just seeing the fruits of that at yep. the moment. Yeah, the, the the two who are interesting, and, and it's funny. I've seen mixed things about Tommy McCartan. Some people are like, oh, nearly best on ground, and then a few are like, oh, I thought he was a bit shaky. Well, what what did Jimmy, you think? Jimmy Wheeler said he was a bit shaky. Yeah, yeah, he's got him in the gun most weeks. Does he? He's yeah. not a fan. Yeah, he just thinks he um, worries a bit. You know, you know what I compare it to. Yeah. Now this may be sacrilegious, Dable, 
But I used to worry when Leo Barry had the ball. Yeah. I used to worry a lot. Yeah. Because and he'd, he'd ostensibly, you know, duke no one and end up in bizarre situations. I found it. It gave me anxiety, David. <laughs> yeah. Blame most of my anxiety on Leo Barry. So um, I think I, I get a similar feeling sometimes with Tom. Like, great mark yeah. can spoil. When he gets the ball at ground level, I'm a bit like, oh, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it, Tom. You yeah. know? Whereas I, I th- I'm much more calm with Paddy. Yeah. When Paddy's got it, I'm like, no, nah, he, he's solid. He knows it, He knows what to do. It's a pretty good assessment, for sure. For sure. But loving what they're doing. What's, um, they're, they're, both, they were both, they're both solid, man. What's Paddy done? See, that they like Paddy by a foot, man. He's had the 14 kicks. Like, it's a clear instruction. Six marks. Like, that's – look for Paddy. He uses it well. Yeah. Like, that's an instruction. Uh, but, yeah, liking what they're doing. You know, it's good when we're not mentioning Millsy, isn't it? Well, same thing. Just right? so even, he had, bro. He had a great game. Seven tackles, with, bro. Yeah, and same with Rowie. Rowie. Right? They're the two. They're yeah. the workhorses. No, they hey, Parker. Mate, Parks has had 20, 25. 26, I think. Yeah. Six tackles. The engine room, no, man. That's just Parker. Yeah. Like, you don't need to. I, to be honest, barely noticed him. That's but it. He puts in an effort like that 26 and what, six tackles? Yeah. That's bizarre. Mate, Rampy's had 150 Supercoach. That's, that's large. Yeah, it's large. That's large. But Do you look, play Supercoach? No. Don't play. Nah, but like I used to back in the day. So I'll look at those scores more. Um, but, you know, you look at the engine room. Chad Warner, eight tackles. Luke Parker, six tackles. Callum Mills, seven tackles. Rowie, ten tackles. Like, that's output, and that's all you need from midfield. Millsy, seven. Like, when I say awesome. all you need, that's that's a pretty unbelievable game. Now, Deeps, I want to talk to you about the bump. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's topical. It is topical. The bud, who and we haven't mentioned, started on fire. Started, How good was that started start? Fire. Started, had a bit of had a bit of fire in his belly. He Abel. did. He did all night. I. It's funny because the bump is sort of seen as a controversial topic to speak speak about. Like I think people feel a bit awkward giving their opinion on the bump. Yeah. Because it is such a hot button topic at the moment. It's to do with people's health. There's a class action lawsuit regarding it at the moment, or regarding the effects of it at the moment. I uh, I want to know how you, I, I'll I'll tell you how I feel about it, but I want to know how you feel about it as well. It's just simply not worth it, uh, as I think Simon Goodwin, Mel, the Melbourne coach, said today. It's it's basically dead. Um, you know, you just got to teach your players to to tackle instead of bump. Um, y- you can't lay your uh, what's the best way to say it? Your authority on the game with a bump anymore. That's like what it was sort of used to, to throw yourself in on the contest, to get your side up and about. Uh, it it's just doesn't really have a spot in the game. Look, it does if you execute it well. If you're, if you're getting someone between the shoulders and the hips, and that's where you're making contact, there's mm. nothing illegal about it, right? But it just the way you execute it, no matter what you sort of... You're sliding up or there's a head clash because if you're shoulder to shoulder, you know, you're clashing heads and it's your fault as well. It's it's simply not worth it. It is simply not worth it. I, I guess I have a bit of a different opinion on it. I, I think, you know, it's one of the last bastions of 
classic AFL football, yep. right? And so I, I can understand why people are like, no, you, we need to have the bump. It's part of the fabric of our game. I completely – I appreciate where people are coming from in that regard. There is a level of – like, take the Sam Collins incident with Buddy. Yeah. I feel like Buddy deliberately <laughs> bumped him where yep. he bumped him because – they were niggling all night. He was obviously pissed off at him, and I don't think he really cares, to be honest. Like, I mean, I think we were going to probably rest him anyway. He just gets a little bit hot-headed sometimes. Yeah. And, that you know, that's not just on. You've fi- got to be... physicality. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to, I guess, hold your emotions a little bit more in check. Hey, I may be way, well off. That may not... I can't get into his head. I don't know what he was thinking. That's just the way I saw it. Um, that being said, I mean, is there not some sort of onus on... Sam Collins to, as as you do going into any contest, to protect yourself. Like, I, I, to leave leave yourself so wide open like that, I mean, yeah. come on. Like, he was, clear, he was completely wide open. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get like, what you're put saying. Put your head over the footy. Yeah, and sort of standing up and, yeah, yeah I, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, look, at, and, and they've taught that, like, that you don't see – in a like a, a physical contest, like ball in the middle of the ground, right? You don't see the bump very often. You know no. they're they're taught to turn their bodies and heads out of the way, and you know it's not really a bump; it's like contact. You're taught that at a junior level, yeah. As well. Like turn your body, that type of thing. Where like buddies, you're out on out on the boundary line. Like it's just yeah, you're not. Yeah. It's like he thought he was out of the contest. Yeah, mate. Like yeah, pass maybe, the ball, you know. Maybe. Uh, it, it, it's different. And, and look, every situation's different, but it simply comes down to I, I just don't think it's worth it anymore. Well, no. And of course, you don't want to see people in, you know, situations like Liam Pickens in where exactly I, right. I guess they're in a position where it's incredibly hard to do everyday tasks yep. because of the career of football you've played. You know, your, your life shouldn't be in a, an absolute heap at age 33. Yeah. You know. Definitely, um, definitely. So but it's, at, it's at the same at the same time, um, AFL footballers, it's you know, it's a it's a contact sport. You know, there's a chance of getting hit in the head. And well, that's look, and, what, it's what you sign up. It's for, what you Dave. sign up before. And uh, look, I'm sure you know the way they deal with concussion and everything now is completely different to you know sub 10, 15 years ago, yeah. which is the majority but, of the but, players. I do, I do understand the side that is like so anti-bump because, like Gow, like Gowie, right? Mm. Gowie, who, who is a big, uh, big member of the faithful, he knows a lot about it. I believe studies it to an extent, and he's got he's got some ideas about it. And he, no one wants that. I completely appreciate that, but there is also a level of well, you know. You signed up for this. Yeah. It's a full contact sport with no pads. Um, yeah, the AFL, but again, the AFL are half pregnant on everything. Yeah. Everything. They can they <laughs> say one thing and then do another. Like, Cozzy Pickett turned himself into a human missile. Yeah. Human missile. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. But at the same time, it's like, and I've said this for years, concussion equals weeks. It's all dependent on the in- outcome. But it shouldn't be um, dependent on the outcome. Yeah, it should be the intent. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That it mean. shouldn't, the outcome shouldn't. It, it, it does. Not, like, it it, it, it shouldn't it, though. Yeah, but it's like, oh, he's obviously hit him harder if he's knocked him out. You know, that's the type of thing yeah, where everyone's yeah, different. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. You, know, you can't, it, you can't, it, it's not black and white. Yeah. It's, a, it's a gray area. So the AFL have to be really clear 
and this is something that Gao has mentioned, that the AFL have to be really clear on what they want and what the ramifications will be if you don't do that. Yeah. But then they never are. They never are. Well, there, there's that um the, the player from Adelaide who's in the tribunal Sam at the McAdam. moment. Sam So, well, Sean, Sean McAdam. You, uh, Sean McAdam. Well, yeah. But, like, that, that's going to be – that is basically the same action as Cozzy Pickett, but he's knocked the guy out. Oh, live, right? live update here. So, it, like three, Col- three weeks. Only three. See, yeah, it's, and it was pretty... It's pretty bad, man. Pretty like, bad. that's what he's trying to do. Like, anyway, we could talk about it all day, we mate. We could, Dable. But, yeah, we it's could. an interesting topic, but... Buddy started well. Yeah. Buddy, like, house on fire. Yeah. Like, real good. Like, agile, taking marks. Um, yeah, going to be really important for us this season. Put him on ice this weekend. Comes back for uh, Melbourne next Sunday, which is just going to be a huge clash, and we're, we're looking forward it forward to it but we'll be back with a b- mad it's going to be a bumper social oh seg. it's going to be it's a bumper big. social seg. we've got the uh voicemails from after the game from the social question it's all going to be happening but we'll be back right after this faithful deeps i was having a chat to timothy mann at ray white barossa valley yes you know what he said to me what did very he knowledgeable say? man Tim. he is he let me know that the median listing price for houses is four hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars in that area now Dave's with rates going up that sounds pretty bloody affordable to me. Very affordable. Now, if you are uh, perhaps looking at uh, at selling, buying, investing, whatever, um, give Timothy Mann a call on 0497 229 387 or shoot him an email at timothy.mann at raywhite.com. He is your man in the know for anything property related in the Barossa Valley, South Australia and beyond. Welcome back to True Bloods. Jeez, Steeple, we got a Bumper Social Seg coming up. Bumper Social Seg. Now, the Social Seg, as always, Deeble, is sponsored by Wheeler's Oyster Farm and 162 Arthur Kane Drive, Pambula, New South Wales. Did I say that correctly? You did, absolutely. Very good. 2549. Go down and see Jimmy Wheeler, big bloods man down at the sheds, and uh, and mention the pod, 20% off, open and or Closed, closed oysters, Deeble. How good, and they are the best oysters in Australia, let me tell you. doesn't matter where you're having them, you know, natural or Kilpatrick or even maybe an oyster Mornay, Mads. That is the go-to. Yeah, right. But hit up Jimmy at the shed, 20% off. Have you spent a bit of, de- bit of time? I there? have, yeah, up in yeah, right. Pambula, Marimbula, yeah. sensational, Probably mate. done all the locks on the oyster. Nah, not yeah. quite. Oh, I haven't made it up Jimmy. there, mate. But hit them up on the socials too. Follow the Instagram, oyster, uh, Wheeler's Oyster Farm. Um, give them a follow and support Big Jimmy down there. Now, Deeble, we did uh, put something out to the faithful. Now, not not necessarily ask the faithful, but we did actually uh, ask them to just send through their visceral minutes sort of whenever <laughs> they like. So it's probably pertinent that we go through them first. Definitely. Definitely. And the Instagram does like to refresh on me from time to time. Does it? So will I just sort of... Fill time. Fill some time, but... Just sort of talking. I've got the first one here. Oh, beautiful. We're ready to go. We're good to go. With Jess Dandeloin. Jess Dandy on the Insta. Here we go. Saturday night. Dandeloin, I reckon. There, lads. JD from Coburg. Tuning in here from the MCG. Watching the Melbourne Bulldogs game. I'm in an interface relationship. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But I check the AFL app, and what do I see? What's that? The Swans, they've fallen off. They have no other place to go. They're absolutely cooked. What jokers. <laughs> we are here. It is our year. Can the bloods up the potty. <laughs> On you, JD. How good's that? 
Hooper. Awesome. You got Georgie Molner on oh, here. Oh, here he is. Saturday night. I'm watching the game. Third quarter, three minutes left. Right. Uh, George from Nutterwanning is, by the way. Um, Dylan Stevens, he looks confident. He does. How, not, how do I describe it? Last year he played well. He looked promising. This year he looks confident. Willing to take on a player. Yeah, it's good from Georgie, and it, it's a, it's definitely what's going on. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm with you, Georgie. Now we got, uh, we got two here from Ryan Petrasevics. Oh, right. very good, David. Oh, that was crisp. It was natural, wasn't natural. it? Natural. Had a bit of practice last year. I'm all over it. The Petrasevics brothers, they're good lads. Um, here's the first one. I was gonna. It's currently quarter time. I was gonna wait to the final uh, siren, but I just cannot. How many times have the Foxtel commentators mentioned grand final, grand final, grand final? Eighty-one points. Um, ma 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 Fucking shut up, please, man. <laughs> God. Oh, it's just really bad. Anyway, yeah, we're we're winning. It's quarter time. Up the potty. Let's fucking go. You can hear the frustration in the voice. It is bloody frustrating, well, though. That was the degrade grade commentary. It was well. as bad as it gets. Mm. Real bad. Mm. Dermy can move on from our games. Yeah, it's funny. I've I've had lunch with Dermy. Yeah. Right? He is a genuine legend. Yeah. Genuine legend. Just cooks it on the commentary. <laughs> Far out, bloody frustrating. But um, another one here from Ryan. Boys, full time. Fucking hell, how's that? Oh, yeah, sorry. Ryan from West Highmarsh here. I forgot to add that in the first one. Um, this is after the game. So final siren's just gone. Um, uh, Mads, they've delivered on your promise, mate. 40 plus. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, but, yeah, full time. And Kelly fucking Underwood. <laughs> don't know how she's got a job still. Uh, anyway... Oh, first game back from the horror grand final. Seriously, mate. Oh, my God. How many times do you want to fucking mention it? <laughs> anyway, I should focus on the positives here. Personally, for mine, for your um, all-round performance just really fucking good, really well. Structure, like, we did the off-season well, in my opinion. Um, yeah, looking forward to the, to the Hawks next week. Yeah, see you, boys. Have a good week. Yeah, good on you. Good on you, Ryan. Hey, um, the what my favourite one from Kelly Underwood was. Uh, what was it? Paddy distributing it out to his older brother yeah, Tom. Jesus <laughs> like Christ! You clearly don't know your shit about the Swanee. The Orange Team. <laughs> yeah, we've got who? We've got Dave uh, Galvin here. True Bloods, True Blood supporters. It's Dave Galvin, Gold Coast. First time caller, long time listener. Here at the Metricon, watching the Swans pump the Suns. Looking at every Sun supporter here, very salty. Overseasoned, so much salt. <laughs> it has been an extraordinary three quarters. Coming into the fourth, looking forward to what's about to happen. I think, Mads, you caught a 40-point victory. I did. I'd like to put 50% on that. This is, uh, this, is, this is not good for the Suns. All the big boys have turned up today. Long, strong, hard of the footy. Up the Swannies, up the potty. Good on you, Dave. Let's go. Pleasure to have you on board this year, mate. Uh, we've got James Boland. G'day, boys. G'day, James Jimmy. here from Q. First time contributor, long time listener. Well, Mads, you were right, mate. 40 plus was the benchmark. We get it easily done with 49. 
few standouts here this evening. Chad. <laughs> no more needs to be said. Second of all, Errol. Oh, Errol. I will give everything just to have his left foot. <laughs> and our man, your man, my man, Dill. 290-odd metres game with his first four touches. Thank you, Mother, for the rabbits. <laughs> ah, that is great stuff from Jimmy. <laughs> Quality. That's the content Quality. we love. That's some JFC. Really nice. Uh, we got Josh Martin here. Hey, lads. Oh, boy. This is J-Mart 24-7 from Moorlbark. What an epic first round. Um, that just felt so good off the back of last year. Um to come out so strong and to shut up all of the haters, all the people saying that we weren't going to bounce back strong. Look at us now. Top of the ladder. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, boys. Up the uh, Swannies and up the potty. On you, Joshy. On you, Joshy. Great stuff. Another got, Joshy. Yeah, there's plenty plenty of people getting Josh around. Maxwell. Joshy. He's at the next one, is it? I believe it is. Josh Maxwell. I've, oh, buddy, imagine if I miss buddy poor Joshy. Here we go. Good morning, lads. Good morning, faithful. Morning, Josh. Fantastic evening last night. The grand final curse crushed. The Gold Coast bogey team obliterated. A solid effort across the ground. A great use of the strategic side but late in the game, giving Laddams an early shower. We're certainly going to need him for the next four weeks. He played really well last night. 12 players with scoreboard impact. What an outstanding evening. Go the Bloods. Up the potty. Joshy from Leichhardt. Thanks, boys. Good on you, Joshy. Really well, good Joshy. there. Um, yeah, the the twelve individual goal scorers. That's huge. Bit of um, you got the DMs going there. Oh, just messages coming through because you got to have your notifications on to play yeah, right. play the things. Few Unfortunately, in, few people sliding into Devils DMs. I, I wish. Thought. I wish. Um, Next, we've got Ryan Hayes. Ryan Hayes. Ryan Hazy. G'day, boys. It's Rhino from the sunny coast in Queensland. Drive all the way down. To watch the boys last night, fuck me, it was amazing. <laughs> awesome turnout by the Blood supporters. We definitely overwhelmed them. Mads, I'm glad you got your 40 points, mate. Fantastic. I'm thrilled. Mine, Errol Goulden Beyond. is like fucking Danger Mouse. He is incredible. Not only that, watching Chad Warner live, he, I reckon he has spent the holidays going to every fucking Harvey Norman and bashing against fridges just to warm up for the season. He <laughs> can take a hit. He can make a hit. He is incredible. I cannot wait for the season. We are so lucky to have these special group of boys. Um, thanks for everything last year, guys. You made my week, and the Swannies made my weekend. Cannot wait for this season. Up the Swans, up the Bloods, up the potty. Yeah, good on your riser. Good good voice for podcast. He does, riser. he does. Now, I'm quickly just going to jump out of the Instagram, and I think I've got to put the phone on night mode, is what you got to do. Well, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. I don't know. My, old, my Android phone doesn't, I don't think, has night mode, Dable, so I'm guided by you in this I'll regard. Just, yeah, I've got it on the night mode. We should be right. Next uh, up, we've got Toby T. Toby. Which I haven't listened to, and quite frankly, I'm very excited. It's very it, excited. It's normally pretty good, isn't it? It Toby is. Toby T. Here we go, Tobes. It's indeedable Toby from Castle Crag. Good win last night, I thought, fellas. <laughs> good win. We normally play shit against the, 
the Suns. We normally play shit against shit teams, frankly, don't we? So I thought it was good that we didn't really play shit. We played pretty well, certainly played really well in parts. Slippery one, hot one, good to get the points. <laughs> the other thing I thought, and man, I'm sure you've talked about Dylan Stevens. Um, great game. Mate, if we get improvement out of Dylan Stevens, like number five draft pick, and improvement out of guys like Braden Campbell, who's a bloody good player, Braden Campbell. That left foot on him, mate. Other teams would be crying out for that. And continue to get improvement out of Goulden, Warner, Logan, stuff like that. Mate, look out. That could be just what we're looking for. So, good signs. Hopefully we beat those bastard Hawks next week. Thanks, guys. Up the swans, up the potty. Very oh, good, Tobes. Tobes just building into the season nicely, oh, yeah, hasn't he? Absolutely. Just starting off nicely absolutely. and working his way into it. We got uh, Elliot Brett here. Let's go. From the corner of the square. Errol Goulden's left foot makes me fucking horny, boys. <laughs> Middle of the third quarter. Let's fucking go. Uh, Love you, Errol. How good are the Brett boys? Yeah, the good. whole family's sensational. He's good. Uh, we got Harry Harvey here Saturday night as well. Buddy effing Franklin, hey? God, he's a gun. There's your visceral minute for your true bloods. Let's go, Swans. <laughs> good on you, Harry. So good. We've got a lot of messages on here because you put up the um when Buddy got suspended as well. So it's just yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. a bit mixed up here. Yeah. But we got um, Brycey Ray here. Here we go. Let's go. The Saffa. G'day, true bloods. Uh, Saffa Swanee here. Just some thoughts on the Buddy incident. First of all, congrats to the guy. He's been incredible. He got off to a flying start yesterday. It was amazing to see. Two things. Number one, uh, it sometimes looks like he's had a burger for every single goal that he's scored. Um, secondly, yeah, that, that hit on Colin, Collins was absolutely unnecessary and he should be banned. Uh, it's unfortunate, but yeah, we've got to really stamp that sort of stuff out of the game. Uh, bye. Bit stiff or not, nah, but the, there. The burger. Oh, yeah, I thought he was pretty he's lean. Good, I, I said that to Bryce. He's like, he's leaned up. Like, come on, Bryce, we can't all be triathletes of a Sunday having a latte. <laughs> so there's a little whack for you, Bryce, all right? <laughs> that's, that's great from you, dude. <laughs> on you, Bryce. Yeah, we got, we got one of the crowd favourites here, Vanessa. Here we oh, go. Oh, wow. Been a long, long time in between drinks. I think she went a bit quiet come finals time last year. But she's back Ooh, in good form, is, um, let me tell you. This is 12.22am. Really good stuff. Here we go. Mads, Deebs, long-suffering faithful. So good to be back, isn't it? I know you don't like to play your own trumpets or toot your own horns or be beat your own drums, <laughs> yes, fellas, <we> <laughs> but you've had a sterling and very astute start to the season, if you don't mind. First, you said it'll be Dewey at Heritage Bank Stadium. Stupid name. Well, it was dewy and half and humid and half the players couldn't keep their shorts up. Then you predicted Harry Cunningham to go up forward. Two goals, one point to Harry, if you don't mind. <laughs> then a statement made by Mads that only a win over 40 points was going to be good enough. The team answered. They didn't let us down. And Oflo had to at least come to the party with a couple of uh, vodka cruisers. He bloody showed up with a six-pack of VB, fellas. Up the swannies, up the potty. Have a good year. Oh, it's good to have Let's Ness go, back. Ness. Let's good go, Ness. Let's go. Just the, the, the members of the faithful are the best. I'm yeah, telling you right best. now. Best, best supporter base in the comp. We're telling you right now. Uh, 
We got uh, Daniel Stevens here. Now this is our mate from uh, Scotland. Oh, I can't sure. wait. Love is he it. over in Scotland? Oh, let's find out. Yeah, can't remember. Scottish accent, I reckon. Yeah. Here we go. Lads. Lads. It's midnight here in Scotland. Scotland, yeah. Just back from the pub after a few Guinnesses for St Paddy's Day. <laughs> and, uh, oh, for what? T minus just under nine hours till kickoff, which means when I wake up, it's the Swannies. Come on, boys. Up the Swannies. Up the poddy. Let's go. Good on you, Danny boy. <laughs> That's so good. And he won a, um, a Swannies jumper in a UK uh, like charity auction. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's a fully signed um, certificate of, of, of authenticity. Authenticity. Um, so good. So good. Um, now, How I think multicultural are the faithful? They are so good. Um, we have... They're the responses to the social question. So we might jump. Why don't I read that? Oh no! I'll, I'll jump across to the uh, the Facebook and get the ones from last night or over the weekend. So Benny Drew, here we go. G'day, True Bloods. This is Benny from Campbelltown, New South Wales. I'm up here at the Gold Coast at the game this evening. Currently half time. Boys are playing good. One thing I've noticed being here, Dane Rampy. Seriously, that, he had a magnificent off-season, the way he's just been running and running and running. Anyway, keep it up, second half. Let's go. Up the potty. Up the bloods. Let's go. He was bloody awesome in that first yeah, half. Best on by so far. Yep. Not as big an impact um, in that second half, but, geez, that first half was as good as it gets um, up back. Uh, Matty Stavros here. Ooh. Here we go. Watching the boys at the pub. Far out. You know what? Bogey side no more. Fuck, I'm so happy with how we've been. Yeah. On you, Matty. On you, Matty. Gowie wondering oh. if it went through. Of course it did, Gowie. Here we did. go. Minute 37. Now, oh, now Gowie. As, as an astute um, member of the faithful, Gowie, you know the rules, mate. I shouldn't have to lecture you. A lot up. of liberties being taken here with the, the inner sanctum. Yeah, table. the inner sanctum. You got your Saundos minute 40. You got your Gowies 137. It's simply not good enough, fellas. Um, but, look, this is Gowie's first time. So we'll let it go through to the keeper. And it's normally pretty good what he's got to say. So here we go. Minute 37 from Gowie. Boys. My uh, first voice note for 2023. Oh, what a start, eh? Uh, you might actually be able to hear the end of this game uh, on the background because uh, it's still going. There's about two minutes left. It's a rather nice to have a relaxing Saturday night watching the boys uh, oh, kick. Uh, quite have an easy kick out, I guess. Um, few key points here. I think it's quite concerning or... I don't know if it's if concerning is the right word. I don't know if you can say there's anything that's a concern when you're winning a game at 50-plus points at the moment. Um, but uh, the Ruck situation with Reed and Hickey being out and now Laddams has been subbed off in this game, um, quite a good substitute. Oh, Errol, can he kick it? Oh, he's just missed. Live commentary. Um, yeah, with, with that situation, I hope... Uh, it's actually a really good sub just to keep him fresh for next week because uh, we will really need him um, for the little short period that we're without Hickey and Reed. 
uh, even though he sort of got bullied by uh, Wits, the Gold Coast Ruckman, uh, you know, like, I don't think it really showed in the, at the end. Like, we won ground level overall with our midfielders being slightly better on the day. And I think overall those one percenters made a big difference. So I think that's where we won. Up the bloods, up the bloods, up the potty. Let's go. Good on you, Gowie. Good on you, Gowie. I reckon that could have been reduced to 40 seconds. 40 seconds. Yeah, Work on that for next week, Gowie. his way through that. <laughs> Chrissy uh, Coleman. Chrissy Coleman, the bearded swan. Yeah, and where's, uh, with, his, with his friend Professor Swan. Professor Swan. We'll, he's got a couple here. We'll get him through. Hi, Faithful. Half an hour to go to the game. Oh, I'm jacked. I'm jacked. <laughs> Chris from Picnic Point. Out. Love the bearded swan. Hello, Faithful. How about that? Things we love to see. Yes. Our midfield operating like a machine in such sticky, humid conditions. Dominating the tackle count. Went so far behind on the scoreboard. Scoreboard impact from the likes of Buddy, Logan, Pax, Paps, and, and Harry Cunningham even. But for mine. For yours. That was a total team performance. The chemistry evident from the outset. I truly can't think or remember a possession uncontested. I'm jacked. Up the bloods. Up the potty. I'm jacked. Uh, I'm jacked. Good on you, the bearded swan. Very good. Uh, we got Wazza Brown here. Oh, we love Wazza. Big Wazza. G'day, Mads. Deebs. Faithful. Wazza here from Oran Park, located in lovely Camden, New South Wales. Well, the faithful asked for it, boys. The boys delivered. Just a little throwback to last week's Potty's prediction. But yeah, Swannies, six six goals, thirty six points. It's yeah, it's really hard to to preview it without seeing a game before it. But yeah, I I honestly think forty plus. It, it would be so nice to get the season if, underway like if that. If we don't, I'll honestly be disappointed. Yeah. What a prophecy, Steve's <laughs> Mads. You are right on the money there. Saturday so night, we spelt redemption. B L O O D S. The tone for the season's been set. Really impressive signs for the faithful to get behind considering the humid conditions. The pill looked wetter than a dolphin's chin. <laughs> for mine, for the standard and work rate and efficiency of both Rampy and Campbell in the back line needs an applause. This is complemented by even contributions for the midfield led by Parker and co. I just felt like Errol popped up everywhere and Rowie picked up where he left off last year. 33 pressure acts. The spread of goal kickers should get the faithful up and about as we love a little bit of scoreboard impact. Good boy, was that? Just a little whack of the week, sponsored by Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning. <laughs> How about the audacity of the Giants to call themselves a tsunami and plaster it all over their banner? Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, boys, have a good week. Up the potty. That's really good from Wazza. That's, that's a contention that's for um, so voice note of the year. That's so good. Now, we're actually going to keep a scoreboard this year and Hold some on. notable yeah. um, notable voice notes. And uh, Wazza's from the 19th of March. Yeah, let me just. So yeah. good. I'm uh, going to put that up there right now, David. That, that was yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, we got Darren Hill here. Dazzler. We love the Dazzler. Okay, lads. Daz uh, calling in from. The Gold Coast here, Corumban, uh, right down on the border, uh, basking in a lovely win uh, to kickstart our season. Was up at Heritage Bank Stadium last night. It was very moist, I can tell you. Moist, uh, an operative word, uh, very steamy. Uh, but 
lot of the steam that was coming out of the ground was because of the heat we were applying in defence. See what I did there? Um, they our, regardless, uh, our pressure was through the roof. Uh, a couple of observations. Great to see Lloydie and Rampy both at the top of their game. It took them a while to warm last year and they've come back with a point to prove. Uh, look, the obvious stars um, are all, you know, Chad were all great. Uh, but I was actually really impressed by the size of Braden Campbell. He's really uh, put on some weight, and uh, and Dylan Stevens as well. Like those guys just don't look out of place at all. They don't look like young players anymore. So a lot of upside, uh, but shining light. Oflow, uh, is this the year? He he was brilliant. Anyway, boys, great win, uh, and up the potty and up the bloods. So, good, good on you, Daz. Um, do you know how they, they have just upped the quality of they, voice notes to such an extent? They have. Steam coming off the gut. That is hilarious. So that good. is objectively hilarious, <laughs> Dable. Very funny. Now, if it, Mads, if you want to jump on your Instagram and uh, voice your hashtag, ask yes. the faithful. Yes, um, I will. I will do the that. The remaining voices are coming from that. Yes, beautiful. Okay, so hashtag, ask the faithful. It was a ripping start to our season and a very even performance across the ground. However, Dable, yes, if you work in a large organisation like an undisclosed Big Four bank, <laughs> the question is often asked on the back of a strong showing, what could we still improve on? For sure. Or where could we still improve, rather? Best answer to be featured on the potty. And uh, I've got a couple here on the Instagram. Sorry, just to, to buddy in, I think uh, Saundo's got a week suspension for last week. He's not getting played. Really? Yep. Self. Yeah, we're, uh, we're putting the foot down. Oh, wow. He's got a minute 25. It's Saunder. Saunder. Mate, he got the warning last week. He did. Saunder. Saunder. So, week suspension. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, there, we'll, there's a couple of others just to get in here. Yeah, before, go for it. Go for it, go um, go for it. From Monday. Uh, Chrissy Ormrod. Ormrod, here we go. G'day, boys. Christian the Gold Coast here. Well, didn't they play well on Saturday night? They just played, played so well. I'm so proud of them. And they had a little bit of sting in their tail as well. They just came out with that bit of intensity, a bit of sting in their tail. And those conditions on Saturday, boys, they weren't easy. It was humid. It was slippery up here. And I can tell you from, from taking the, the boys down the local oval after school, uh, she can get a little bit slippery and uh, some errant handballs and some wayward kicks happening. And uh, those conditions weren't, weren't helpful. But what I, for mine, for yours. mine, the difference was the triple P. It's the Parker Pack poke. <laughs> yeah, that little, little poke, that little toe poke out of the congestion that allowed for a little bit of clearance Loved for that it. next player to run on to. And how effective was it? It's like a special move on the PlayStation, the triangle, <laughs> the square, and the LT button with the X all pressed at the same time, just releasing that special. How <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, oh, my God. There's another 26 seconds Go, here. go. He deserves it. Yeah. Sorry, boys. Chris from the Gold Coast here. Didn't realise there was a bit of a time limit on that uh, Facebook uh, messenger thing. But, boys, just look out for the triple P in the future, the Parker Pack poke. It'll come out every now and then. Not always, not always, <laughs> but when it needs to be. And I was so proud of them on Saturday night. Uh, up the swans 
an after potty. That's a Who so is that? That's Chris Ormrod. Have we heard from him before? These uh, no, not on a voice note. Wow. I reckon that's his first time. What a debut! Really good, really good from Chris. Followed up by Maddie Donnelly. Here we go. Minute 30 for Donnelly too. G'day, boys. Come I'm on. going to try and keep this as short as possible. Wow. I've had four attempts at this, and I am keep trying to shorten it. <laughs> I just fair. want to quickly talk about two things from the other night, and I went up for the game, so I just noticed a little bit more around the ground. I want to talk about Harry Cunningham and that role. It's not a direct replacement for Ryan Clark. It's not a lockdown role, and I'm not convinced it ever will be. I think Harry Cunningham's got a better eye for goal than what Ryan Clark did. So I kind of liken Harry Cunningham's role to more of a Zach Tui kind of style of play where they play more on the wing and then drift deep forward when the attacking threat's there, which we saw quite a bit of the other night. So I think that's pretty exciting to see how that plays out over the next few weeks while Ryan Clark is out. I think we'll still see Ryan Clark in the team, but we just don't play any teams over the next kind of two to three weeks where we do need to lock down a half backman, maybe Salem to a degree. And the other thing I want to talk about is is just that spread of goals. 12, 12 goal kickers is is absurd. And it probably should have been 13 uh, with Warner kicking zero goals three. And you just have to go back through the record books to find that. So it's just a detriment to how our game style has changed over the years and something that is, um, I think it's going to fly under the radar and it's going to make the next kind of period of time really exciting to be a Swan supporter. So all the Sydney crew, we'll see you up there on Sunday and, the Melbourne crew get excited for the first game on the G next week. Cheers, guys. Good on you, Matty. On you, on you Matty. I didn't mind the comparison between Tui, that role. Yep. It's, um, yeah, it could be a bit in that. Something to look out for. Uh, but, yeah, these voices upcoming will be in relation to the uh, hashtag Ask the Faithful. We've got Shannon White here. Greetings, boys. This is Shaz from Mount Barker in South Australia. Shaz. For mine. For yours. Yes, for mine. (laughs) I reckon we could see a bit more improvement from Papley. You know what? He played great, but (laughs) I could not believe it. I could not believe it. He did not celebrate on his first goal of the year. He stood still. Can you believe it? (laughs) But then he did improve. With the second goal and his uh, celebration running right through the ground, high-fiving absolutely everyone. So on a serious note, I think we could have actually won by a bit more. Look, I don't want to be, you know, too full of it, but I'll take the win. I'll take the way we played. It was great. But our accuracy going into Ford 50 occasionally could have been better and even our accuracy on goals. I just feel like there was a couple of goals we could have got. All right. Thanks, boys. On you, Shannon. Shaz, good on you, Shaz. Very good. good. That was very good. Now, uh, she should go and see Timothy Mann uh, if she wants to buy a house, I reckon. Definitely, mate. Barossa Valley, Timothy Mann, no doubt. Steve Lockhart, here we go. G'day, boys. G'day, faithful. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Steve from Lismore here. Uh, Just thought I'd get on and answer the Ask the Faithful question. I thought... Will Haywood, Will always in my multis, Haywood, um, <laughs> could actually just polish himself up a little bit. He had three or four really good shots on goal the other day and only converted one, I think. Um, That's right. He's a really important player for us, and if he gets really sharp around goals, he's going to provide that scoreboard impact, which we all love. We do, we do love it. I um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed the boys' game on the weekend. I thought they were bloody just, just awesome. And uh, how good is it to have the footy back? Thanks, boys. 
Good on you, Steve. Good on you, Steve. And very valid point. You know who we got now, Mads? Who? Scalesy. Oh, we love Scalesy. We love Scalesy. Here we go. Deeps, Mads, Faithful, Scalesy here. Got the uh, Chockies against the Suns, the AFL Suns on the weekend. Great start. I like Dill Stevens early in that first quarter. Thought uh, Laddams in the middle was handy as well, just getting around the rucks. He's going to have to do it the next few weeks. Um, also love Rampy up back, but I think just to improve this week, if we want to be dead set serious this year, we want to be the best team, we've got to put Hawthorne away this week. I'm talking 10-plus goals. This is what we've got to do. Also, just one thing. I actually loved our jumper last week, just the all-white, the big red V. I just loved it. But what do you guys think about that? Up the potty, up the bloods. Yeah, I'll, guys. I love the all-white kit, man. Yeah, you're not disappointing me about scales there. He didn't, didn't hit us with it anyway. You know, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So good. Um, <laughs> big Lockie Rig shout-out oh, to the Rig, the, the Rig brothers. No voice note there, but just a cheeky shout out to them. They're, they're good fellas, the Rig Brothers. Um, where do you get a Bloods t shirt from? I am a South Melbourne supporter. Um, Swanee, uh, jump on the website, legend. <laughs> you got to hit uh, two, uh, what are they? Two, two birds with one stone. Two birds with one stone. There we go. And uh, Willie, Willie Gartner. Gayetner, maybe? <laughs> Gartner, G-A-E-R-T-N-E-R. I reckon Gartner. Gartner. Will Gartner. Here we go. Doing my best. (laughs) G'day, Faithful. Will from Prospect here. Hope everyone's well after a good opening week of the AFL and a ripping game by the Swan Doggies. (laughs) I'm what was certainly trying conditions uh, up north. Very hot, very slippery. Uh, so to get away with like a 49 or so point win, that was awesome. I think what the Swans should need to try and work on, I think it was pretty prevalent last year as well, is closing quarters out. So many times, I know because I watch it with Dad, and we, we, yell, we yell at the TV. Um, too many times we're, we're leaking goals in the last 30 seconds, last minute. It happened this week in the first and third quarters. Just something... Johnny and the boys need to tighten up, I reckon. Go Bloods. Yeah, love it, Willie. Wholeheartedly agree. And we're jumping back over to our Instagrams because we're on your Instagrams. <laughs> we're on your Facebooks. We got, buddy, 12 more to go on here. Jesus. We're 35 minutes in. Big Dan John. Here we go. So I get a voice note into you, boys. On you, Danny. Um, love the question of the week. Up the potty and up the Bloods. Uh, first time contributor, Dan. Love but, it. Um, to the question, it's got to be consistency, doesn't it? Got to be consistent. Like, we, we did the job against Gold Coast <clears throat> and we did it well, but surely it's got to be our, you know, five or six players that are on the fringes, you know, Aaron Francis, um, the uh, life of the party, Joel Amati, um, and others. So it's got to be those guys in the VFL getting really good form. Surely, Horse and Co. know that. Uh, we're not going to have any injuries. They know the injuries are coming. So we've got to make sure that guys like that, Hayden McLean, uh, Pete Laddams to a certain extent, um, are all also having consistent form, making it hard for guys like Hickey um, to come in. But, um, yeah, it's got to be consistency. Accuracy as well, 16-14. Um, 
and that's uh, cutting a bit short. But I think we got what he was saying. Um, but yeah, loving the first time contributors, Mads. It's uh, good to have some new faithful members. You know, How contributing. Good is it? How good is it? That's awesome. it's called growth, Debel. Big growth. We love to see it. We got Nick Balsanya. Balsanya. Here we go. Jeez. Ooh. G'day, boys. Uh, Nico from Sydney here. Uh, f- in response to the Ask the Faithful question, for mine, it Yours. is definitely tightening up our composure at the beginning and end of quarters. I've noticed that over the last few years, we've tend to be very flat-footed at the end of quarters, which is costing us a few goals, which is more annoying than anything. By tightening that up, it will save us a couple of goals and it'll make a much bigger impact than it may seem. But overall, that shouldn't matter too much against the Hawks, which I'm predicting an easy 100-point win for. Uh, Let's just hope Fox gives us some decent commentators for the next game. Yep, uh, that's about it. Up the bloods and up the potty. On your Nico. On your Nico. Very good as always. Mitchie Charles back in season 2023. Footy fines. Footy fines. Find them on your Instagrams. All your vintage clothing, AFL clothing. We'll we'll have to charge him for that. (laughs) Mitchie Charles, here we go. G'day, Mads, Steves, and the Faithful. It's Mitch from Q here. I thought I'd ease into the season and wait until after round one for my first no- voice note of the year. Um, very happy with the start of the year on the weekend, but I think we need to back it up with another 40-point win this week at a bare minimum. Um, in response to the Ask of the Faithful question, I see our improvement this week um, in Heaney having greater influence on this week's game. He was okay last week, but I uh, want to see him kick three or four this week. And also, I want to see Logan take control with Buddy out, um, take some clunks, and also snag three or four. Big week for Logan. Um, I've got a whack of the week this week for you. My whack goes to the Inferior Fan podcast, The Debrief. Um, for those who don't know, this podcast is just a bunch of delusional D supporters getting getting together each week to have a chat. Um, they tried to compare Buddy's bump this week to Cozzy Pickett's. Uh, lads, you need to take your... Take your red and blue glasses off for a moment, please. Um, Buddy's bump was a glancing blow in play. Well, because he was like a rocket launcher and he clearly only had one inf- one thing in mind and that was to take out Bailey Smith. So, um, debrief, I think you need to leave the analysis to the experts, Debs and Mads, please. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, get off the airways, you bloody Muppets. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was brought to you by Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning. Cleaning. Contact uh, Jake Colin McGuire. 0411628364. Well, that's as good a whack as week as you're going to get. But, yeah, for all your roof and gutter cleaning needs, I think he does pressure washing as well. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so hit up Jakey um, on that number. Follow him on uh, Facebook. He's got the uh, page on there. He's on your Instagrams. He's on your Facebook. Facebook, so definitely. So give him a like and uh, hit him up for some business for sure. The next one comes from Alex Kennard. Kinyard would be my guess. <laughs> Alex from Officer here, boys. Alex. The only thing I can think of is our accuracy in front of goal. It was a bit mediocre during the Saturday night. I'd like to see the water start to recede through Darling Harbour over the Sunday morning, <laughs> expecting that big body of water to come through Sydney <laughs> on Sunday for the game. Yeah, look, at Alex, well, I'll be honest with you, mate. It's a real gradual suck out. Because um, it, it takes from March all the way to September, um, so it's a really <laughs> gradual hard to see with the eyes, but um, it will suck out the harbour and will become crashing down in Melbourne of all places yep. at the MCG. Um, no doubt about that. 
but uh, Ethan, big you. Ethan Romerall. Here we go. Your bloods. Ethan from Wyonga on the Central Coast here. And I must say, what a performance to start the season. I don't think any. I don't think I'll rate anyone who was out there for the Swans on the weekend above, uh, below us, say, 7 out of 10. They all stepped up to the plate. They all came to the party. And it was just a magnificent way to start the season. So, um, yeah, let's keep it going. Um, round two against the Hawks, first home game this weekend. Um, unfortunately, I can't get down there, but um, hopefully everyone that gets there cheers loud and proud for the mighty bloods and we can get another victory and shut those people up who are saying that we're going to finish in the bottom ten this year. So, yeah, can't wait for this weekend. Go the bloods. On you, Ethan. On you, Ethan. Romers. Um, now, Stephen... Coipers. Coipers? 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 Yeah. He's next. Oh, jeez. You've missed a few of them. Yeah, what happened there? No, you've cooked it. You've, mm. you've, who's cooking this chook? Who's though? cooking the chook, mate? Uh, Stephen, here we go. Hello, Faithful. Um, Stephen again from West Gosford. Uh, yeah, the one thing that kind of bugged me that I would love to see us improve on, um, one was the end of quarters, them quickly scoring a few goals. And I was just like, oh, it just really, Red really time. frustrates me. Really puts Kills you. A, a little bit of a downer heading into the into the quarter break or the half break. Um, so, yeah, that was frustrating. And then also I would love us to improve more on clearances. So I'm not sure how exactly that would be done, but I would love to see that done. Um, hopefully... It just means uh, Laddams will be able to work a little bit of magic there. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Red time goals, doesn't it? Just kill ya. Now, I've just done a little bit of research on Stephen because I heard the obviously. The accent? Yeah, the accent. It's interesting. He, I think he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, nice. I've seen him with some Green Bay Packers stuff on. Nice. But then I also see that he's a Falcons fan. So... Baffling. So, if you can just explain that next time, Stephen, that you're wearing Packers stuff and you're a Falcons fan, given I'm a big NFL man myself, Dable, if you can just send your next voice note, we love the contribution, just explain the sort of American football allegiance, please. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Damo Hagen with the next one. G'day, guys. Damo from WA and to the faithful. Um, Hard to take a lot away from that win as Gold Coast were... Not great, but just wanted to highlight the left pegs in the team. Uh, I can't ever remember there being a team with more lethal left footers in the team like we do with Steve-O and Campbell and Ramps and Gordo and the Liz. I uh, love them watching them play at the moment. Anyway, hopefully you have a good game this weekend. All right, love you all. Bye. Love you too. Bye for now. Uh, Michael Haney. 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 Here we go. Good evening, boys. Michael from Marrickville here. I trust you're both doing well. Very well. For mine, for yours. in relation to this week's Ask the Faithful, hashtag Ask the Faithful, where can we improve? Well, if I'm nitpicking, which I'm going to have to because that was a pretty good performance, I would have to say we could improve still in front of goal. We kicked 16-14, and between Mr. Warner 
Misters Heaney and Misters Will Hayward. We kicked two goals and 10 behinds. In a season where I think there's gonna be increased competition uh, amongst a lot of teams for those final spots, percentage could be the difference and we really could have capitalized even further on that Suns team. So that's where I see us improving up the potty and up the fucking bloods. Let's go. Yeah, it's a good start. Two goals, 10 between those guys. That's not good. It's not good. Uh, big, Cats. Big James Cats. Here we go. Howdy, boys. I trust you are well. Cats from Cremorne. Uh, I'd say for us to get better this year, we have to rotate more players in throughout the season. I know it kills you, Mads. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But for mine, for yours. bringing in some of the great talent we have in the Magoos will sharpen the pencil later in the year if calamity falls on us again. We've got Jacob Constanti, Caleb Mitchell, Gus Sheldrick and the likes. So plenty there to work with. If we can sneak one or two in at a time, it just means we're better prepared. Up the potty. Good on you, No, I'm, I'm with him. Uh, the, if it ain't broke, it... Don't so blah, 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 blah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. What I mean is just the constant when you're rotating people in and out, like they were doing to Dill Stevens last year. Yeah, that's that's what I don't like. I'm absolutely all for blooding new players, and and I think that's we've got so much talent waiting in the wings. So I think he's spot on about yeah, that. Yeah, we cuts. do for sure. We got Zaino, boys. Zaino here from the beach house. <laughs> I know you're well. Because we won well. Look, there's no such thing as perfection. But if I'm up in that boardroom with the big wigs going through the KPIs and chucked up the front in front of that whiteboard and I've got to put something up there, I'm going to chuck up junk time goals. Because they shit me. They shat me last year. They shat me on the weekend. And they'll just shit me forever. Because you just do so much hard work to get a lead and to have it eroded in two minutes of the opposition just getting something scrappy, a soft free kick, something crap. They don't even deserve that goal, but they get it. And it erodes all your hard work. It shits me. I know it's the nature of the beast, and everyone gets a turn, but as I say, it shits me. It's bloody hard to pick something after such a brilliant performance, but you ask the faithful, then here I am. All the best, boys. Up the body. Up the swannies. On your Zane-o. Zane's actually got a podcast, Zane Red and White Podcast. He's uh, he's having a good crack at it. He is. Just sort of 20-minute summaries of the game, which is really good. Yeah, it is good. So Good yeah, on him. Definitely some more Swans content out there, Faithful. So check out Zane-o's, um Zane Red and White Podcast Zane on Red Spotify. It's on your Spotify's, and he's working on getting it on your Apple Podcast too. Very good. Um, we have Timothy Odom. Here we go. G'day, gents. G'day, Tim. Uh, Tim from Narry South here. I trust you well. In relation to your question, uh, how do we improve after last weekend's uh, a pretty stellar performance, I'm a little bit concerned about our hitouts. We got pretty well towered up on the weekend. Uh, my concern is, uh, with an eye towards Melbourne in particular, that we are not going to be able to get out of the square uh, and uh, and get it forward with the same amount of potency, same amount of vigour, uh, same amount of proficiency as we were against the Suns. Uh, coming up against the likes of Gorn and Grundy, heading down towards an Oliver or Petrarca, uh, 
I'm a little bit concerned uh, that uh, that we come we come unstuck. So I would love to hear your thoughts on how you think we might be able to address that. Yeah, it's a different kettle of fish when you come up against a Max Gorn. Um, but although Witsy's, you know, pretty pretty good on the weekend. Witsy's formidable, right? But yeah. The, the thing was, and I didn't really watch a great deal of the Melbourne Western Bulldogs game, but I hear that Gorn and Grundy together was pretty scintillating. Yeah. And so that's going to be quite problematic because I don't think we'll have Reed or Hickey back at that point in time. Yeah, hopefully so Reed might be able to get out there. But, yeah, Pete's just got to lift um, and just compete. At half the, end. the contest, Half the contest. That's what it comes down to, Tim. But um, Thank yeah, you for your contribution. You can only polish it so far at the same time. Uh, big Paddy. Paddy had one on Saturday night. Here we go. Great to be back. Great win. Mads, decent to see that we are exceeded your 40-point buffer to bring on next week and smash it out even further. Uh, my whack of the week goes to the three blokes in the tipping competition that tipped Gold Coast. <laughs> also, another whack of the week goes to us getting stuck with the Kelly Underwood commentary. But uh, Not on. good. It's a shout-out to uh, Jake Lloyd who... Got 28 disposals at 100%, which is unreal. Shout out. It's good to see him back in great form. <laughs> a little bit shaky at points last year, but really came through strong at the end of the season. Altogether, great Swans performance. It's great to be back. Bloody oath it is, Paddy. So good to be back, Paddy. Does uh, that wrap us up? Uh, one more from Trace. Trace Simpson, here we go. Hey, Mads and Deebs, it's Tracy from Albion Park. Oh, that was from last week. So, yes, that does wrap us up. That does wrap us up. So, bumper social seg, 50 50 minutes. Um, I just think think the quality's gone to another It has. Maybe if you just jump on the Facebook and just read off a um, couple of the people who have written in on the question. Yep. Um, I'll go with Mark Smith author. He says... Agree with all the above, plus getting caught out on the fast transition by opposition. The defensive structure held up well against the, the Suns, aided by the forward pressure that didn't allow for fast breaks. But look at Collingwood's fast transition from defence to attack against the Cats. That's the standard, and we need to hold up against that. We are good, but we need to be excellent. We do. Fair point. We do. Um, and I'll go with Tio Trelaw drawing. He says, hard to get a read on what the performance means against the Gold Coast. They're pretty terrible. In saying that, Swans were clinical and and pressure was excellent. Basically, they have to do it again. That's not really a question, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Interesting. Okay, I've got... Are you on the Instagrams or the Facebooks? Yeah, I'm on the Instagrams. Yeah, I'll be on the Facebooks. So bear with me. This Android phone is just not moving. It's just not working for you. Uh, Peter Titmus goes with, got to be the hit outs. 59 to 22 was our weakest weakest stat. Need Hickey of Nazareth to rise from the dead and fix his calf. Yeah, well, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And then, then Michael Anthony Kennedy says the same thing. Still need to be stronger in the ruck. Look, it is a... Easter is coming. Yeah, it is a point of concern, um, the, the rucking point. It's funny they didn't address it in the off-season, but, you know, I, I suppose they're just banking on Reed and Hickey, aren't they? Like, that's where their eggs yeah, 100%. are. Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, what's the other option? Yep. Um, Thomas Lewis, a great man once said, 
Low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. Great man, Ali Habak. Shout out, Ali. Shout out, Ali. Who have we got? Ali actually said that as well, and that's got nine likes on it, so that's phenomenal. Warren Simpson. I'm sure there's plenty of room for improvement both on and off field. For mine, lads. For yours? Yes, mine. I would make the decision to wear that magnificent V jumper permanently. Great Is there call. any better, better looking strip in the AFL? I think not. Go Blooders, Simo from Chelsea. Good on you, Simo from Chelsea. Anything uh, else here, mate? That wrap you up? Uh, yes. I'm going to give one more. One more lucky last. Yeah, lucky last because this has been long. Um, Michael Bowden. Yep. For mine, clearly the ruck depth. Laddam's made some very questionable decisions with ball in hand and his mobility at times is almost means we ask him to make decisions. Other ruckmen don't have to. That's astute. That is astute. Yeah. We won't be able to play through the teams, through other teams like we did Gold Coast. Love Dylan's game, Chad. Sorry, the Chad's game. And Logan looked great. Hopefully another win this weekend. Go Bloods. Yeah, yeah that's a very smart thing to say. Yeah, don't put him in those positions. Wholeheartedly. Agree. But also stick fat with Laddams. He's, um, he's yep. showing enough and he's played... 10 games for us. 100%. You know, stick fat, faithful. You've got to have the faith. Keep the faith. Um, but that wraps us up. Um, the social seg proudly brought to you by Wheeler's Oysters. Wheeler's Oysters. Get down Head to up, the shed. See Jimmy. Mention True Bloods. 20% off. Treat yourself. Oysters natural. Maybe make some Kilpatrick, some Mornay. Hit them up on the Instagram. Oyster, oyster, Wheeler's Oyster Farm. Um, give them a Give them a follow. Um, thanks for the support, Jimmy, and we'll be back right after the break. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. What a bumper social segment Bumper social segment. It was big, large. We love to see it. Things we love to see. The preview. The preview. Brought to you by Timothy Mann, Ray White Barossa. Hit yeah. him up for all your real estate needs over in South Australia. He's your man, Timothy Mann. <laughs> He's your man, Timothy Mann. <laughs> see, I've always had a bit of a knack for yeah, ads, Matt. For, for jingles. Yeah, it's good. good. But we come up against the Hawks this week. One ten. Up in Sydney, where first side. first home game, um, the Hawks really struggled against the Dons last week. Garbage football side, um, but that doesn't mean they don't have some quality. Now you know who I wish was playing this game. Who? Ryan Clark. Yeah, send him to Sicily. Yeah, like seriously, that'd be good. Um, really good player, Sicily. He's their all their drive off um, half back. I think if you put a lot of work into Sicily, it goes a long way to winning the game. Um, same with CJ uh, off the half back line. Weak man, and he actually athlete in the, in the first half of that that game that was pretty much in Grenache hour. Um, phenomenal. Yeah, really, really good. Can play. Can, can play. play. Simply can play. Simply can play. Um, I. Have my my concern, and well, not really a concern, but Jai Newcomb. Yep, he's a weapon. Yep, absolute weapon. Weapon. Um, you've still got guys like Luke Brost who 
can dominate, can yep. get on top of you. I, I think for mine, Deeble, for yours, I think our, our back line will, will well and truly keep, uh, keep, keep Bruce quiet. Yeah. And Chad Wingard out. I can report that exclusively. Chad, Chad Wing- Wingard out. That's large, isn't it? That is big. And Jacob Kaczynski, um out with an injury as well. Is yeah. he out? He, yeah. he, he subbed think, off on the weekend. I so, think he might be. So that, that's relatively large for the back line too. Warpool as well, weapon. Yep. So you gotta you gotta put not necessarily put time into them, but they're they're the ones you watch. But I mean, fundamentally, Carl Amon, they picked up Carl Amon from Port Adelaide. Yeah. He can play. He can play, definitely. I Distributes mean, off half back. It's gonna be a long season for Hawthorne. Yeah. Though. And yeah. I mean we should by rights, this should be another forty plus margin. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Dylan Moore too. Loves a fir- good first half. Starts games on fire. Um and and can hit the scoreboard. Um, I think Sam Mitchell quite likes Dylan Moore, giving him some. Um, I think he signed a three year contract. I think mm. so. Uh, it's pretty impressive for a, a you know a, a serviceman of, of a club, and he's been signed three years. So they That's they big. think a, a lot of him. Um, and he, he kills it in first half. So there was some stat last year. I can't can't remember it off the top of my head, but um, definitely one to watch out for. But, yeah, they're, they're a team attempting um, to get on the rise. But, yeah, all things going well. You know, it's it's the same as last week. It's it's seven goals plus. Yeah. 42 points. That's the benchmark this week. That's the benchmark, is it, Dable? Yeah, 42 I'd, points. I'd say that's fair enough. And, I mean, and, and that's being conservative. Okay. You, you really want to put these guys away, um, bank these wins early, um, percentage points in the bank, because, um, you know, we're coming up against some good sides. We, we've got a tougher draw. It only gets harder from here, right? Yep. After, after that, it's Melbourne, Port Adelaide, Richmond, Geelong. Well, there you go. Gotta bank these. That's yep. a that's a that's a tough month of footy. We'll really know where we are after that month. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, got the reigning premiers there. Melbourne, who are flying, um, were, were great against the doggies. Um, you know, lot, Port God. knocking off the Lions. You yep. know, not many saw that coming. Big, so big. we love playing Melbourne at the G. So I'm looking forward to that. But I think this week it's a really, really big week for Logan McDonald. Yep. Opportunity, man. <clears throat> Take it with both hands, Logan. This is it. Lead this out, chest mark, kick goals. Yep. In, on the SCG, everyone behind you, hopefully it's a nice sunny afternoon, real day for forwards to, to get off the off the leash. Off the chain. Yeah, yeah let's good. go. It'll be good. Now, and um, Laddams, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how he performs. For sure. And generally, um, you know, on this podcast, we, we love a party, Mads. And we love sending out invitations to parties on hills. And we love when people come to the party. Who are you inviting it's to the gotta party? It's got to be Logs. Logs? I'm inviting Logs for four plus. Four plus goals. Four plus goals. Yes. Simply must. Simply must. That would be so big for him, wouldn't it? Well, it'd just it'd, it'd pave the way for the rest of the season for him. Yeah. Because that is the amount of confidence that would inject into you would be just... Epic, wouldn't oh. it? Oh, Mate, this is his day. Sunday, one ten. It will forever be known as Logan's Day. Yeah. You, you know who I'm inviting? Who? Man, I love this man a lot. And I love what he's done. Paddy McCartan. You're inviting him to the inviting party? Inviting him to the party. What do you want to see from him? I want to see interceptions. I want to see him coming off his man at the right times. I want to see him being damaging by foot. I love that. Making smart decisions. Uh, he's got a real knack 
of reading the play nicely, and I want to see him really execute it. I love that. You know what we saw in those first couple of rounds? Intercept grabs? Well, I want to see some of that from Paddy. Yep. Party on the hill, Paddy. You want to come rock up with rock your up. slabs of beer. I want you there, mate. Let's Bloody go. Oath. Love that. Love that. So, yeah, seven plus goals for me, mate. Where, seven where's plus your. Goals. Uh, yeah, 40 plus again. 40 Same plus. Same again. Same again. Spin the wheel. Spin Let's the wheel. Go. Let's go. Let's go. And now the tipping now competition, mate. Now, now, here I, we go. I tell you what, it was a bloody challenging oh, start. I am currently sitting 80th. 80th. I am sitting 105th. That's not good. Same amount of tips as you, though, on five. Yeah, not good. Hard week to tip. Yeah. It's not, round one's always hard. Give us the top five. We'll give the top five every week. The Swan 2021 tip date. Yep. Don't Good know effort. who that is. You should have just put your name on it, but either way. Uh, Bloods. Now, he does have a familiar display picture, number two. Yeah. Is that... Um, That's... Uh, oh, what's it? Muzzer Man? Muzzer Man. I reckon it will be. Yep. I reckon it will be. Hard to, hard to know, though. Third, so, he's on seven. Third... Chad's Choices on seven. <laughs> yes, very good. Four, interesting name, Itchy Bum. <laughs> seven. Yep. And, uh, yeah, basically everyone's on, on seven. seven. Very everyone's good. Everyone's on seven down to uh, number 15. Yeah. And then it pulls down to down six. Down to so, six. So you're not too far behind, but we need a good week on the tips. This will really separate people this week, I the reckon. The men from the boys. Yeah. The, the women from the... Oh, boy. The girls from the women. That's one way to look at it. Um, let's just put in the tips. So Jump into the tips. Uh, Carlton Geelong. Carlton Geelong. Uh, the Catters for me, mate. Surely the Cats to um, really... Oh, I was at that game. Yeah. Good game of footy. Great. You know, it's so good. Ollie Henry getting run down in the square. Un- unbelievable. I have to give it to the crowd too. Yeah. There, I said that to mum. Obviously, she's a big Geelong supporter. I just said... There was no need for that's that. That's just karma. It's just, you know, you're going to cop it. You, mate, you're 21. You left the club who drafted you. Like, you're getting booed you know, at the all, end of the day. All he needed to say when he was getting traded is, it's always been my dream to play with my brother. brother. It's an e- easy storyline. It is like, oh, I'm going to go home. Mate, you yeah. live in Melbourne. Yeah. Shut up. So you're Pop always that. getting booed, right? And yeah. then you give it to the crowd on your first opportunity. So that's karma at its best. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Brisbane versus Melbourne at the Gabba. Yeah, Melbourne. Playing oh, good footy, man. Yeah, you just expect Brisbane to respond, though. You do? I'm Fair. tipping Brisbane. Interesting. I'm tipping Brisbane. Yep. Strong Colling- midfield. Collingwood Port. At the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Port surprising. Love to see him take it up to the Pies, but I'm I, tipping the Pies. I think the Pies, aside from the Bloods, Pies would be my Second early, the week. early tip early tip for grand finalist. Yeah, very early. Very early. Uh, Richmond, Adelaide, over in Adelaide Oval. Richmond. Richmond for mine too. Yep. Uh, Marvel Stadium on Sunday. You got the doggies v the Saints. Dogs to bounce back. Yeah, Saints weren't overly impressive, and I don't think Frio were either. No, Frio um, were in trouble, I reckon. Yeah, um, Frio North Melbourne. They will bounce back this week. Frio, yeah, big trip over to Optus for the young North Melbourne side. Essendon Gold Coast. Essendon will run over them. Yep, ten to agree. And West Coast Weagles, Giants. Giants. Why would you bother? 
God, 6.20pm on a Sunday. That is... It's that graveyard, is, isn't it? That is graveyard Grenache. <laughs> yeah. Who are you tipping? Probably West Coast. Yeah, I've got West Coast in here, but it's sort of up there it's, for debate. Oh, it's a flip of the coin. The, uh, GWS were impressive how they fought really back against impressive. Adelaide. Because really, I thought that was done. Gutsy, man. Yeah. Gutsy. Yeah. It's a good um, trait to have from a footy side. Yep, you need heart. You, you do. need ticker, Devil. You do. And they, they showed some of that, which is good to see. But, Mads, that just about wraps us up. Jeez. My voice is gone. Yeah, it's, it's big, long potty tonight. There's uh, got to be an hour 40-plus there. Oh, we big, love that for the faith. We, we do. We do. Big thanks to Timothy Mann. Big thanks to Timothy Mann. Big, big thanks, thanks to, to Jimmy Wheeler. Jimmy Wheeler. Big thanks to uh, Jake Colin McGuire at Mavericks at Window and Gutter Cleaning. Thanks to all our sponsors. And, and thanks to everyone with their voice notes. Absolute quality. It's good to be back up and firing um, in season 2023. The Bloods gave us what we wanted, our first four points Bloody of the year. Oath. And hopefully we go again this Sunday. And just a, a quick shout out, we're going down to the Riser on Sunday. We are. Um, we've just booked a you know a small table there for us. But it uh, be good to see some of the faithful down there yeah, and watch that down, Sunday. Get down and it's early. So, you know, usually I don't do anything on a Sunday. But, with but it's early, Devil. I might have one beer, maybe two. Yeah. I'll definitely be getting a steak, steak. though. Great down there. Um, and I think up in Sydney, the boys will be going to the bat and ball pregame. Um, no Maddie Donnelly's up there. Gowie will be going. Saunders will be going. Um, so those lads will be down there. They'll be getting to the bat and ball. Get there early, uh, about 12 o'clock. Um, for a beer and walk across to the SCG um, with the faithful. That'll be good as well. Um, and we'll definitely be doing something next week um, for the Melbourne game down here for all the Melbournians. Yeah, get, get, actually, get prepared for that now. We'll be going to the Union House. Union House, day. yeah, yeah. Um, against Melbourne. Round three Sunday. Um, we'll be getting in there about 12 o'clock, have a few beers. Um, it, it'll be really good. Kick off the season in style down here in Melbourne. Um, Let's go. And get to uh, the bat and ball. Um, pre-game uh, this weekend and uh, to the rising sun down in Melbourne. Uh, get a feed. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Number one in the hearts. Number one on the charts, Matt. Speaking words of wisdom up the potty. Up the potty.